Hello, welcome back to our podcast. We are glad you are still here. I don't know why you're here. I'm I'm just kidding, but we are glad that you are here. And if you're joining us for the first time, I am Do and this is my friend Solly. And we are both into horror as you must be too since you are here listening to our podcast. And if you haven't checked out our first episode, go ahead. We shared and discussed tales from Germany and India the last time. We're sure you'll enjoy it. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We also upload our podcast there and you might like it since the stories we share sometimes comes with um images and visuals. So we share that over the DMs and I add those in the videos. I mean, you can always google them, but it might help to know what exactly we are talking about. We are so excited about the second episode. We mentioned in the first episode we don't live in our home countries at the moment. So today we will be sharing stories from the countries we are currently residing in, urban legends and folklores from Singapore and Portugal. Yay! Are you excited? Yes, very, <laughs> very excited. So who should go first with the first story? Um, I... You again, yeah. <laughs> so today I have two folklore stories from Portugal for you. Uh, Portugal didn't really have a lot. I was looking around and I was asking people as well and nobody could really tell me about anything. I have heard some which I looked up later on and they were actually from Spain. So oh, I didn't okay. really count those in and I did some further research and found two that are also not exclusive to Portugal but are very much told and originated here as well. The first one I'm going to tell you about is a little story about coco ooh what yes. coco coco it's not, like it's the movie oh, there's like a movie the, mm, the movie about coco um it's uh oh. is it pixar or is it a disney movie i'm not sure uh it's a mexican movie though and this one is something completely <gasps> oh. different yeah Oh, Coco. And okay, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But this 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 Coco is very sinister, so <gasps> not okay. comparable at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the Coco myth originated in Portugal and is considered a ghost monster of which the parents warn their disobedient children. Coco is a colloquial term for the word cabeza, which means head, or and sorry for mispronunciation kokuruto meaning the word for crown of the head as far as i understood so coco is often used as a warning of impending evil here in portugal when children disobey their parents do not want to go to sleep don't want to eat or to dissuade them from like going to dangerous places not stay on their path stay close to home all that it's not really what coco looks like but what it does that frightens most children since it is a child eater and a kidnapper and immediately devours the child and leaves no trace of it or and that's the part that i found absolutely creepy it might take it to the place of no return which is like a ghost realm but again only the disobedient children yeah uh, it is watching the badly behaved children from the top of the roof is said and it takes the form of any dark shadow when nobody pays attention to their children and just snatches them away they are apparently just attracted to a child's disobedience which 
again, sounds very much like the tale I told you last time about the Roggenmume. Yeah, which yeah. is most likely something parents tell their children to just be good. But some say they might, like Coco might even be the deceased of the local community and they are like coming back to also watch over the children, which like in a, in a very sinister and evil way. So this realm I was talking about, the ghost realm, um, the Coco takes the children to might be like even the land of the death. It's a mythical land which appears in traditions from various cultures and also Portugal. That's the part where it kind of like sways a bit into like different countries as well and is not just Portugal anymore. So the legends of Portugal speak of an enchanted land, the Morama, which I believe also is like a tale in Spain, which is the land of the enchanted people, the Muros or Muros in Spain, I don't know, and they dwell under the earth. The lore of Galicia, which is like the northern region of Portugal and parts of Spain, Hmm. um, says that in Galicia there are two overlapped people. A part lives on the surface of the land, they are the Galician people. And the other live in the subsoil in Murama, which is the, the other world, the world of the dead to which everything will return. And that's where the coco takes the children if it doesn't eat it. And I think the realm of the dead might actually be much worse. But on the other hand, there are many cultures in which the realm of the dead is actually quite a nice place. So maybe devouring them is actually... I mean, if you get devoured, you're probably also in the realm of the dead, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the tale of... That's the tale of coco. Mm. I don't know if it's a witch. If it's a monster, if it's a ghost, yeah. it has been described as the ghost monster of Galicia, kind of. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. I've never, I've never ever heard of it. Like Coco, the only thing I heard was, it's either a dog's name or the animated movie. <laughs> but yeah, even in the animated movie, I've not watched it. But it's, I think it's similar to going, like to the afterlife. I, I'm not sure. But yeah, this yeah. one is like so sinister. Oh, but it sounds yeah. really close to Rogan Mooma. Yeah, it does. Right. Yeah. And I feel like every culture has a, a witch like being that you should watch out for when you walk uh, alone, when you walk alone around alone. And on the other hand, I was always like, well, back in the day, parents always sent their children to do shit, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there are actually like stuff like stranger danger does exist and maybe kind of also yeah i think all these stories are just kind of like a warning to the children that if you don't behave you'll be taken by a boogeyman or a rogan mooma or yeah yeah exactly i'm sure we will have many more that are basically just as you just said boogeyman stories to keep children at home and obedient yeah yeah but that's coco for you it's so weird the name sounds so cute you wouldn't ever imagine it to be so sinister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but like it apparently, like again, it's supposed to like mean cabeza yeah. and cabeza, whatever. And yeah. is uh, I don't know. There was never like I've never found like the connection between like what like what's up with what's up with his head. You know, his cabeza. It's like it's the head, and like wh- why is it? 
Well, is, is, does it have like a really ugly head or something or like not nothing <laughs> just like for some reason but like the yeah. term they used of like ghost monster that was something for some reason <laughs> that got me and it's like the the stupidest thing to call something a ghost monster but i'm like oh man yeah it's like that's creepy Ooh. It's like are there any pictures like did you were you able to find some oh yes of course of course Ooh. almost forgot about it i will let i i have pictures of Coco, um, which is actually not that bad. Again, you don't see her. Yeah. Oh, you, have, you, you I, don't I, see I've her. I've you worse, and okay. I will show you worse in the, in oh. the. Oh, uh huh. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't really see her. And why, why, why does the mother look so happy that she has come to visit her children? Like what? She does, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she, she's, she like, kinda, she's like hi how are you like uh, she's Take looking shit off of me <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah, i was looking like... at the child oh it's yeah, terrifying yeah i think oh that's weird. Th- there's another child is that a child or is that a monster like i don't wanna <laughs> which one she has two children in her arms yes yeah, so, so there's uh, I think the one which looks more evil than terrified. No, I think she's crying. That's just like a face she makes while crying. Oh, okay. Oh my so God. for she... anybody who is currently just listening and not looking at the screen, it's like a cloaked, it's a cloaked woman apparently that is walking towards a mother holding her two children. The children are completely terrified of it. and Yeah, yeah. but, but the, nothing, the nothing... mom looks like she's... Happy to see her. <laughs> surprised or something, even like, oh, you're here today? Cool. Wow. Oh, there you so, go, Coco. Like, do you have another picture? I think you said that the other pictures no. are kind of sinister. Is it? Like, I don't maybe, have maybe, picture of her. Maybe I'll try to look for it. And if I find it, I'll probably add it in the YouTube video, just in the description yeah. below. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. That was a good story. Uh, so maybe we should move on to Singapore, the red dot. Have you ever been to uh, Singapore? No, I haven't. I just know about it from you and the stories you tell me. And you've actually sent me like creepy, creepy videos. I think Singapore is kind of good with that. I feel like there's many creators. Yeah, 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 it is. And I think the the thing is, because Singapore is such a small island, I feel like there are, for, for such a small island, there are a lot of um, hauntings or paranormal activities that take place. Really? Yeah. So there's actually a lot of, of like urban legends going around in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of haunted Ooh. places as well. So I'm going to share um, like, the most famous like two most famous um ghost stories or paranormal stories or stories of haunted places basically so nice i'm excited yeah okay so the first story is like really really famous and i think just like you a lot of stories in singapore are sometimes I'm famous too, yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, just like you said, like for Portugal, um, the lot of stories in Singapore are kind of influenced by 
the nearby countries, the neighboring countries, basically. And I definitely wanted to search something that is in Singapore. So obviously, I found a lot of. Um, I have obviously heard a lot of stories from my Singaporean friends, and the first story, yeah, very famous. So many here might not be aware of this, but Singapore has a two-year mandatory national service, and I don't. I don't know if you know national service, Solly. Do you know? I don't. I don't really. I think you so. Basi- so basically, you um, like all the male citizens of the country, they are supposed to serve a compulsory uh, service in uh, in uniform services, and once they reach the age of eighteen. So yeah, so like for two oh, years. That, that is completely new for me. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Really? Like there are a lot of countries who do that. Like there's compulsory uh, military service that you have to do. Like I think one of them is South Korea, and I'm guessing it's also South Africa. I'm not sure. Like you're conscripted. No, for... I, I mean like I didn't know Singapore did that. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Perfect. You always yeah. learn. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so this story is quite infamous um, among Singaporeans and like heard by, I think every citizen knows this and every national serviceman, like whoever goes for the uh, national service knows this. So there are two uh, basic military training facilities and one of them is called Pulau Tekong. Uh, Pulau basically means island in Malay. And it's an island off the coast of Singapore where this incident took place. One of the toughest and also fundamental part um, of the training exercise is the route march, wherein uh, recruits laden with the combat gear, uh, basically it's a field pack which weighs somewhat around, I think 24 kgs to 27 kgs, and they march for three to up to 24 kilometers and sometimes in heavy rain so during one of the route marches a recruit from charlie company disappeared and despite the thorough search after learning about his disappearance late in the evening he was only found the next day along the route march trail by his own uh, platoon commander and his body was found in a in a very so gruesome way yeah yeah oh okay and it it was quite a gruesome sight because his entrails basically his in- intestines were laid out next to his body and with all his equipments and gears and field pack oh like neatly laid out like it was definitely not a wild animal doing this <laughs> yeah yeah so now like many like many folklores and urban legends and ghost stories, it changes after every retelling, right? So one version says that the recruit was found. Uh, when the recruit was found, he had been impaled with an entrenching tool, like that recruits use for digging trenches. Yeah, and the yeah. other, I think the other variation I heard from my friend was he was found hanging and yeah basically his intestines were out like someone just yeah it, it, it was very gruesome basically oh, oh god yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so even though his body was cremated with you know full military honors his spirit 
refused to move on according to the story and weird occurrences started to take place in charlie company and also the barracks they stayed at and in the following nights recruits started to hear the dead recruit shouting for charlie company to fall in and sometimes he used to be by his bed that he slept in um and in one of the incidents two recruits saw his apparition standing in front of his cupboard and one instructor um of charlie company he uh when he went to collect his belongings after his passing he could smell a very uh, foul stench coming from inside the cupboard inside the dead recruits cupboard basically yeah but they didn't find anything no 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 it was just it was just weird the instructor said that oh, it smelled really bad yeah and later on on subsequent route marches some recruits saw him standing among some trees in the distance which is why allegedly they diverted their route marches to avoid that area where his body was found oh okay okay uh oh i hope too yeah <laughs> and apparently um i think they got sick of it like these sightings and these weird occurrences so they called a priest over uh, to the island to the barrack and the priest suggested that they add a third door to the barrack so that his restless soul could escape or whatever that means and back then most of the barracks were single story with door at each end and after the third door was added apparently the sightings and paranormal occurrences stopped so oh, okay yeah so some say that the third door thingy is not true and like but some have actually seen it during their training and i actually came across this blog where this guy who did his um, military service in charlie company and i think he did it in 1993 or i, I don't know in somewhere around 90s he says that the barrack with the third door does exist but now it's used as a storage space and he even oh, took okay. a picture of it so i'll show you the picture Oh, I have just one question. Like uh, a third barrack door, there would be no purpose for a third door. Exactly. Uh, like, so they wouldn't just put a third door in there for like any other purpose. It would just be insanely uncommon. Yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it is a bit strange." But now, not that I think of it, what if there was a third barrack door before, way before? and then they just made up stories around it i don't know i was about to say like what if there yeah. was just a strange door and that's why they wanted um to like make make sense of it or something yeah even they thought that it must be so weird like why is there a third door just in the middle of the barrack so yeah so i sent you the picture so like if yeah. you see the other two barracks near mm-hmm. it like they don't have or do you think they might have them on the other side no they uh, like the guy who wrote the blog because he was there so he said that there is like it does exist but yeah now we don't okay. know if it was that's where he was staying or uh they made up the story like just because they found it strange that but yeah but i think he said that uh, the other barracks didn't have a third door just this one had and i think yeah it was a bit weird that is creepy but yeah. like again for the people who are just listening we are currently looking at like wooden barracks 
old-timey yeah. barracks, I would almost say. And the doors kind of even look like barn doors, right? They're like, I, I'm not even sure if you like swing or just push them open. I have no idea because, because I, I mean, okay. um, you can't access that island. It's basically just for military training over mm-hmm. there. So I just know that earlier there used to be, now I think he took these pictures in the 90s, I'm guessing. But... Um, this picture is not has not been taken in the 90s i i don't know exactly because the thing is um i don't know if he took it or the thing is uh back then apparently it was wooden barracks and now and it's just one story right now it is not that it's not like this i think they say that yeah on the right side you can see uh, a concrete one right yeah so now they changed it to concrete ones yeah yeah but basically this is so you have like this ghost was kind of like i ain't leaving until you guys build me a new door like i need my own (laughs) space i am a diva i need to like i have to make an entrance as much as i have to make an exit and demanded it and he got it but i have one more question when you started the story uh like it went into a completely different direction than i suspected it to (laughs) expected it to and basically the entity is the military man himself that got killed yeah. but like nobody is talking about what killed him like what is that i mean that was strange so so the thing is people are saying like nothing like this ever happened it's just a story that um the recruits um created to you know just talk to each other and just bond over you know sometimes sometimes horror stories are way to kill time and sometimes like forge kinship with others and the thing is they are off uh they are off the island they are away from home so most of the people were saying like oh it's just it's just a story that people made up the recruits made up just to you know kill time it's not true but the thing is there was an incident that happened where a 19 year old recruit he was found missing after um, a 16-kilometer route in, I think it was like way back in 1983. The march started at 4 p.m. and it ended at 8 p.m. in the evening. And when okay. they all came back to the camp, uh, they realized that he's missing. I think they realized it an hour later. And again, they searched for him for a very long time along the same uh, trail that they marched on. And his body was found next day in the evening. And it was just 20 meters away from the trail that they were on. And he was found with his field pack and I think his water bottle, which was uncapped. And there was no sign of struggles, but he was obviously dead. But I think uh, later the coroner's report said that he died from a ruptured stomach. So there's no gruesome details here. So this actually happened. Like I, I even found a newspaper clipping online. But the only thing that uh, the platoon commander said that when they found the dead recruit, he, I mean, his body was not that far away from the route. So they should have seen it the night before when together? they're... Like, or are they like all thrown out along the trail? Like, are they just all going at their own speed? Whoever gets in first gets in first, who gets in last gets in last. And was it like eight o'clock could have been dark? Yeah, so I, because they, they saw him that he's missing like around 9 p.m. So I'm guessing. But that's the thing. The He's saying that we searched thoroughly. Like they, they, were, they were not just looking in the trails. They were also looking nearby the trails. 
and he was like quite near to the trail so it's he was like it's not possible that no one saw him so that's yeah. the only weird part which he thinks like, like the it was only thing weird. i could think of is like him having like severe stomach aches needing to sit down and like just like sitting down having a rest everybody else keeps walking and then he's behind so nobody sees what he's doing anymore and then he's like okay it's getting bad and i can't move anymore now there's no one to help yeah and actually the the thing is that he did complain about having like not feeling well but he didn't say it um to the commander i don't know for what reason but he didn't say it and also like you know you do head counts right when whenever you're going somewhere especially in the military as far as i know you do head counts if you're like on a march or on a trail so yeah, apparently yeah. yeah apparently they did two head counts but they didn't realize that he was missing the thing is they mistook uh, a, another recruit for him or like while counting i think they counted him twice i don't know what happened but there was an error so i feel like if they probably if they would have been more thorough uh they could have avoided this but yeah that's the unfortunate part but i'm pretty sure they are more careful now so that sucks yeah. that he passed away but he passed away yeah. uh, with a ruptured stomach it was nothing like no one killed him there were no entrails out nothing like that yeah yeah but that sounds similar enough to have this one story burst out of the other one you told me And I mean I I could go ahead and just tell you about like a uh, a ghost story that my I don't know something my cousin encountered at some point and I would just t- tell you that story and you would be like oh yeah sure and then you would pass it on to someone else like oh uh, yeah. in Germany this uh, thing happened like and if we keep doing this for like 10 20 years then it becomes a urban legend as well you know yeah 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 exactly exactly so i think that's how like people started making up stories me added the gruesome details and also like i think uh, this is what i've been told but um, in the military training um yeah. on thursday nights it's supposedly you're not supposed to train because thursday nights are apparently unclean and also like they are saying that oh the military doesn't do any training on thursday nights because uh that kid who died in the 1983 died on thursday night so that's why they don't want to do and um my friends are like oh that's bullshit it's just i think obviously like if you do training for like a whole week and it's like rigorous training that it's very hard apparently so obviously you need a day off right so you know like military urban myths do come up with just people just retelling stories or just making shit up <laughs> so, yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's it's a, it's a way to pass time and yeah, yeah. i mean let's be honest like i mean we're not going to join the military but if you and i ever go out camping somewhere like we'll make up like whack yeah, stories yeah exactly you know? exactly and that's what we do like even even when i used to like hang out with my cousins the first thing we used to do was talk about horror stories like we didn't even bother talking about anything else we used to talk about horror stories and like the stories which we heard from other people so yeah that's what we do here as well by the way those these stories are not from us again again a disclaimer <laughs> Yeah and for the stories that uh, required research we of course will list all the sources yes down below yeah so that's the end of uh the first story from singapore god yeah
Ooh, creepy. Yeah. Creepy and way too close to reality <laughs> yeah, for yeah, my yeah. comfort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I just I just realized that I missed uh, another uh, another I wouldn't say story, but another incident that happened with this young soldier. I think um, this is again. I don't know if it comes from the same platoon commander who said that his body was found so near, like like um, they they should have found it. They should, they, they should have easily found it with the first try of searching, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same guy who said the story, but apparently uh, when the ambulance took his body away, uh, he and another sergeant took his belongings, his rifle, helmet, and um, and whatnot, and they loaded onto um, this vehicle, and the vehicle just stopped working. The engine went dead out of nowhere. And uh, they found the body in the evening, right? Yeah, so yeah. they tried to get it working, but they failed. And so um, this guy asked the sergeant to go and get another vehicle from the camp. Uh, now, they're obviously not going to leave um, the faulty vehicle, right? So they towed it back to the camp. But as soon as they reached the camp, the entire place was blacked out for a few minutes. It was very weird, but that is another weird incident yeah, that man. happened at Charlie Company. Now, I don't mm. know how true it is. It's only the people present during that incident know what happened. So, yeah. Oh, that's <sighs> out. It's awful. Like, yeah. I, I, uh, I want, like, I'm not going to scream. I'm not one of those people that scream when the lights go off. But, like, if something is already, like, having me on the edge and then fucking like the whole camp just <laughs> shuts off and I have right yeah, I know, going right? home oh man oh no oh, I, I also feel Creepy. so weird that because it's it's in a small island you're you're literally stuck there like you have nowhere to go so and I'm pretty yeah. sure it's it's because it's like full of forest and all it's definitely gonna be creepy yeah um I don't know what you know what it makes me think of the movie I might fuck this name up now and I'm so sorry if I do but I, I imagine is it called okay so um, the movie I was looking for it's called Jacob's Letter have you ever watched it? no is it is it, um, is it Hollywood? I think it's in the, I would say it's quite famous but it is from 1990 and it is I believe an American movie about a guy I think who probably was in Vietnam and uh, has like PTSD and is now having all those PTSD hallucinations and I was just thinking about that movie because we were after your story we were kind of um, talking about that these soldiers might just like make up these yeah. things you know yeah, yeah. they like, or, or, like not make not even make up like they just happen to them because of PTSD you know yeah but this is these recruits are not going to war it's just a training so i mean yeah. I, I don't know i don't know yeah because but the thing yeah. is i i have heard stories about uh, you know the the training is so hard that sometimes um there are soldiers or there are recruits who die mm. from exertion so nowadays yeah i mean Ooh, it's, like it's during the training it's during this national service training uh like i've heard that there are there are recruits who because because the training is yeah. hard it's pretty hard like you literally have to carry 
24 kgs and it's it's you know you have to carry 24 kgs for like 16 kilometers or 24 kilometers so that's crazy and sometimes it can be exhausting so so that does happen i mean this is not like they are going to war but i mean it is still difficult it is still uh you know strenuous but this is i i wouldn't say this is ptsd <laughs> but i think it's just that they, the stories they make up just to pass time just to kill time and just to bond with the other uh, recruits you know yeah, yeah i mean we wouldn't be here if these stories didn't <laughs> yeah, exactly. give you like a type of thrill <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, yeah exactly i was just thinking that i think uh, there was a friend of mine who said that sometimes you know when you listen to these stories you kind of think like oh it, it it didn't happen to me so that that's a good thing like you know it gives a bit of reassurance and then also you are more careful when you are uh-huh. going into such situations so like basically if that guy uh, it said that that guy didn't tell his uh, platoon commander that um he's sick you know the lesson here is that you should say that oh you you are not doing well because it will really affect you when you go through these trainings so you you can take a lesson oh, from okay. all these stories mm-hmm. have a cautionary tale again yeah yeah and like and i think after this you know th- there is this bud- buddy system like you you need to stick to s- certain people yeah. like you have to yeah. check look out for each other so you should be you know like you should take the buddy system seriously so yeah 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 absolutely but it's kind of funny that we always like without even knowing about them beforehand that we all always like managed to find the cautionary tales and all yeah. those stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean with the cocoa it was pretty um obvious, but yeah. Yeah, cool. Cool. Oh. Okay then. Yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. That was like also scary on another level of just like again, caution. But mm. I have another story for you. Okay, back to Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And Once again, I want to apologize beforehand if I mispronounce anything since I often don't really know if they are completely of Portuguese origin or if there might be some Spanish origin in there as well. And yeah, if I say something wrong, if anyone cares, please feel free to um let me know if I did because I do want to learn to how to pronounce things right and I know I will fuck up a lot of names during this podcast. So I'm sorry. But the next story I want to tell you about is about the Broxa. Ooh. I believe and I might be wrong about this too that it means something like do you know those like the cleaning brushes or like the cleaning brooms you sometimes use like those really coarse ones, you know? And when sometimes when somebody has like really like when you have really curly hair and you brush through it frizz then you also yeah and then you also kind of look like a broxa you know <laughs> um, okay yeah so like this curly hair so anyways the broxa though is something that is also in different te- like tellings in different stories always made up a little differently but the main one i found is that the broxa is a vampiric bird and it drinks the bodily fluids from goats mainly milk and sometimes human blood similar to the chupacabra which is apparently spanish literally for a goat sucker 
Oh, and okay. yeah, it is a race of a monstrous winged creature. Again, most often it is a, like it appears as a bird. And it is also mentioned in the Quran. But there it is actually, I believe, like a good thing. It is described as protecting Mecca from the Yemen army by oh. like dropping red clay bricks on them. Like it's apparently massive and it just picks up those clay bricks and like throws them at the enemies. So that was mentioned as well. And in the Jewish folklore, the broxa is a bird that is said to suck the milk out of goats again and crawls into your bed at night to suck human blood. I don't know when this transition happened because in many stories it was also, it was always said, oh, first it was just like drink goat's milk and then all, all of a sudden it started drinking blood. Don't know why that keeps changing, but in every single like source I found, it changed like that. Now, another form of the Broxa was considered to be the shape-shifting entity as a witch in female form and a demon in the male form. So there's no bird in there anymore. But that is like the least famous one I could find about it. Hmm. So, according to the legends, these nocturnal beasts slipped silently from the night sky to feed on, again, first goat's milk. But sometime in the Middle Ages, these once gentle creatures apparently developed a far more sinister at Sinister appetite. Sorry. Okay. Now, another form of the Broxa was the shape-shifting entity, which was like a witch in female form and in male form a demon. In the Middle Ages, however, accounts of the Broxa took an ominous turn when eyewitnesses claimed that these animals were no longer content to feed on worms goat's milk, but that they had developed a vampire-like taste for blood. These witnesses claimed the Broxa now was more akin to demons than birds. It was also reported that these animals, no longer content with goat's milk, had taken to drinking the blood of infants while lying in their cribs. Ooh. And I was thinking about a cryptid or entity, whatever. I think um, somewhere in the... Also, like... East Southeast Asian area. I feel like there was some there was some vampiric creature as well. I don't know if they yeah. drank the blood of infants or it was like pregnant women, but pregnant I feel like something women. like this mm, yeah. also happened there. But like these accounts of the creature's beastly appearance and carnivorous appetites would seem to be the manner of in which one would describe a bat. Yeah, it it sounds more like a fruit bat. Yeah. Mm, yeah. If they were unfamiliar with the creature, and I was like, that was uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, what if they just like saw a bat and like were like, oh shit, that's a bird, but it drinks blood. <laughs> and I'm like, that that's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> like in the Middle Ages, they might not know. So the report also harkens to like the original. I don't really know if it's just like let's say South American because I'm not sure where ever like all the countries where. Hmm. It uh, like or the country it originated from, but it is also like it, it's similar to the descriptions of the chupacabra, hmm. you know, which like before this beast uh, transformed into like the many like canine like creatures that it's known as and said to stalk the borderlands between the United States and Mexico. It also was described as a ferocious looking chimera with quasi reptilian skill, you know, like 
like the frogman, but just not living in the swamps. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like insect-like eyes. And then sometimes they also threw like a kangaroo in there and like also bat wings. So basically hmm. what they are thinking is the Broxa is most likely the Middle Eastern equivalent to the Chupacabra. And like Portugal has a lot of Middle Eastern influences. Yeah, it is yeah. like, so they all... Kind of came over here. So the Baroxa, in my opinion, as far as I researched, and again, if anyone knows more about it, please let us know. It's so interesting. But apparently, this is the Portuguese version of the Chupacabra. And of course, as always, I have a picture for you. Ooh, okay. Which I found very creepy. Ooh, my. Oh. It's like. Oh. It's like. It's a man bird. Human, but bird but also a crocodile it, it has a alligator mouth kind of like that. and a skeleton yeah, yeah but it also like, has does it have wings i don't know what they are but yeah so once again for the ones just listening it is like a skeleton like or like extremely skinny dude i would say yeah um with like skinny arms that end in claws and their feet are bird's feet. It has a bird head. Just, not just a beak, like a whole ass bird head. Yeah. But the beak also has like teeth or something. It, I don't the, know. The beak looks like, um, you know, the alligator snap. Like It looks like yeah. the alligator's and beak. There's, like there's teeth in there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the wings are like the ones in this depiction are like, you cannot fly with this. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I was wondering, like, are those wings or it's just for vanity? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's creepy looking. Uh, I, I think the beak is more like a like a like a pelican. You know, it's, mm, it's, it's... a pelican. I mean, I the think... the lower part is yeah. It's not as big as a pelican, but yeah, it looks yeah, creepy though. It's yeah, it's very creepy. Yeah, that's the that's a bruxa bruxa again. So sorry if I say it yeah. wrong. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really look like uh, I've only I, I haven't heard much about oh shit, I don't know how to pronounce it um, what is the Mexican equivalent? Chupacabra Chupacabra I, I, I don't think I've heard a lot of stories about it, like I think we should research about this <laughs> Oh, I've like the, the Chupacabra is like one of the yeah like when somebody says cryptids, that's like one of the first ones I think of. So I think in the future we will most definitely talk about like the worldwide known cryptids. And like yeah, the Chupacabra, yeah. at least for me, is one that I immediately think of. Oh, looks really creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that was the Bruxa for you. Now oh, okay. I am super excited for the last story of today. Yay, back to Singapore. From Singapore. Yeah. Okay. So, hmm. So when you think of haunted places in Singapore, Old Changi Hospital will be right up there. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Changi is an aviation hub. So one of the best airports in the world. Changi Airport is there. Um, there's an aviation base. And it's in the far east part of Singapore. And I mean, you can obviously check out Google Maps. Uh, now, this hospital 
it is a perfect setting for a horror movie. It is abandoned, it is remote and isolated, and it's haunted. Now, Chunky itself is known to be haunted due to a mass massacre that occurred during the Japanese occupation. So many were killed in batches and one of the location was in Changi Beach. I think there were three beaches where or, or three points where the massacre happened. But yeah, one of them was in Changi. Okay. okay so, yeah. So back to uh, Old Changi Hospital. Uh it was built uh by the British government, the colonial government and it was part of a military base camp but i think few years later it was seized by the japanese troops and was used to hold prisoners of war and the japanese if you have heard of, about the japanese military police they were known for um their brutality so apparently instead of uh using um the hospital the facility um to treat the prisoner of war they used to apparently torture them to get information out of them and i'm pretty sure that's the reason why um the hospital that's how you piss off ghosts yeah exactly and i think that's the reason why it's haunted and it ha- it has gained a spooky reputation over the years due to its you know it's sad due to its sad history uh after the war ended and the japanese um you know they, they retreated um it went back to being a hospital for a few years but the layout of the hospital was really not good enough because different sections of the hospital were separated by steep slopes and since it is situated on a hill it was difficult for services to be carried out efficiently and i think no not, not i think i know i think i checked up uh the hospital closed in 1997 and basically now it's a hotspot for vandals and squatters and also apparently ghosts yeah it's abandoned yeah <laughs> so rumors started going around that it was haunted and that satanists were using the rooms for demonic practices and people started reporting strange incidents like apparitions uh in pre-war clothing or medical uniforms along the corridor like they they started seeing and I they just appeared and laying on the floor or no they just they're just walking around around well, the hospital uh, yeah <laughs> and yeah it is crazy like if you if you see the photos like I'll send you the photos in a while but if you see the photos it does look really creepy and i think on one of the photos i saw uh there was a room and there was this um, i think it's used for satanic rituals there was a what what is it called a pentagon i think i don't know what it's called yeah i think so too yeah 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 uh, there there is a circle and then there's a star or something so it was drawn and it was so creepy and i was like oh my god and you can literally see on the walls like all graffitis have read, like it's it's really run down So now yeah now I'll share with you I think there are a lot of stories that I've heard so I'll try to I mean I have written down some stories which I tried my best to remember because this was told to me a long long time ago 
and okay so from locals the, so you have that story from locals or did you research it uh no 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 this is from a local uh i think when i was studying here in singapore i heard it from a friend i think i i heard two stories now honestly i don't know where they got it from but i think one of the stories definitely uh one of my friends told me and there are few like small stories which uh if i have time i'll share it uh so this story was told to me by my friend and he said that he heard it from his friend uh and it happened to i think his dad's friend or something something like that i don't know so i think this incident um transpired when the hospital was still functioning so it should be before 97 uh 1997 so there was this girl uh let's name her uh i don't know annie okay let's name her annie so one evening annie and two of her friends uh decided to pay a visit to a friend who was uh, admitted uh, to changi hospital and since they were feeling lazy they decided to take a shortcut uh, which was at the side of the building where um there was a flight of stairs that led to the second story of the building now that particular area that particular staircase where that um where it's situated it's quite isolated and and i think for that reason many people avoided it now when they were about to climb the stairs something caught annie's eyes and she turned around to see a white body hanging on a tree that was nearby the staircase oh god and the thing's long hair was kind of spreading outward and it looked like it was flowing in the wind even though so it wasn't hanging wasn't... it was just floating yeah uh uh and it looked like it was flowing in the wind but the hair was kind of still and it was basically standing out but it had a certain it it was very weird basically i can't really describe it and he, even he couldn't describe it yeah that's that's exactly what you see in a horror movie before you get a jump scare <laughs> yeah so now she could not see um this thing's face because uh i think uh, annie was facing this thing's back and she was scared shitless she was rooted to the ground as she could not stop staring at it and she was literally stupefied at the horror she was looking at and one of her friends who saw it fainted on the spot and the the third one who was fortunately still in her senses quickly ran up and called her other friends who were already there inside the hospital like she literally ran up to them and asked them to come down and help her now by the time the friends arrived uh the thing was nowhere in sight but annie was you know she was still kind of in a daze and her eyes were on the tree where the thing was and her friends like literally started shaking her vigorously so that you know she could snap out of it and as soon as she came back to reality she started bawling her eyes out she started crying like crazy and they all oh, kept oh so yeah. her eyes were fixed on the tree i'm so stupid sorry i thought like the thing took her eyes and put them on the tree no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no 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 
Oh my god. Oh, that would have been more brutal. That would have been more scarier. Oh shit. No, 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 no. So I think they they just kept on asking her what happened. Why was she crying? But she didn't say a word and to this day she still refuses to say, you know, why was she still looking at that tree like looking at that spot and why it traumatized her for days and yeah that's the end of the story oh god that's creepy and i bet that's not even the only thing that happened there can i see a picture of it uh yeah wait all right okay, oh so yeah this okay is one one picture it's actually quite and, beautiful yeah i mean uh there's another picture where it looks so beautiful but yeah oh that's a pentagon on the f- uh oh that's the staircase you meant yeah i think i i oh, actually don't remember because... because he he showed me the picture of the staircase and it did look like this a lot so i don't know if it is this one or let me show you another yeah because i i i like when i hear staircase i think of something else yeah actually this is a good one and i think uh, a lot of people will love this uh you can actually take a virtual tour of the hospital now it is abandoned of oh. course but you can take a virtual tour that's nice isn't it so yeah. uh, in the in the, in the virtual tour you can see um the staircase when you go up there's a huge window so you can see outside so now i don't remember if he said if it's this staircase or if it's the interior staircase so that's the thing like, oh, i don't okay, remember okay okay but yeah. the thing is that staircase i don't think it would be isolated cuz it is near other rooms yeah. so why would it yeah. be isolated but then again people usually try to take lifts like it's it's very weird that they they were feeling lazy and they try to take staircase like I, I, yeah that that's really weird to me but yeah i also often feel like ghosts they sense when you take like a shortcut when you are like taking a route that just like is not as common and yeah isolates you from the main uh happenings of whatever place they're haunting right and oh yeah shit oh yeah creepy i found something else somebody else and again this is not our content at all somebody else made this and we will link it i also found this one i just had a quick search for it and if you look at the picture on the bottom right like Ooh, that yeah, yeah like what is that i have a feeling that's that that is probably some squatter i don't know when it was taken it looks like an old picture that is not a squatter that might be edited sure but <laughs> like if a squatter looks like this he probably was actually trying to go to a hospital yeah creepy man holy fuck like on the one on the bottom left as well the picture like why would you go in there yeah <laughs> i'll send you another um i think this is yeah this is like a blog or i don't know exactly i think it's a newspaper i don't know so there's this kid who took a picture and in the background you can see now i don't know if this is like for me honestly it feels like it is fake but okay here it goes just just click at the link Okay, you'll freak out after spotting the ghostly figure in this photo taken at Old Changi Hospital. It's a very small picture though. Like, I'm trying to spot it before they show it to me. Yeah. 
like we can cut that part out right if i take too long but i kind of want to find it yeah try to find it but the thing is even the first time i i saw oh, it yeah. but but i thought that oh that's nothing that's nothing yeah the thing is only when you zoom in that's when you like clearly see it otherwise i'm pretty sure no one can spot it because i literally saw it and i was like oh okay yeah. mm. well definitely creepy but also it's just always the oh shit that looks creepy though <laughs> like definitely <laughs> yeah i don't know why it it just seems weird like i, I feel like it's planted but apparently it's r- very real so i don't know so there's another um video that i've sent you which you can watch yeah someone captured uh-huh. an apparition while they were in apparently old changi hospital used to hold guided tours but i think they stopped it now you know that sucks because i really wanted to go because i thought that you yeah, you're not supposed to go there and there are like lot of trespassers uh who try to go there to get some you know evidence of the paranormal so yeah uh, oh god that's insane like but like the thing is okay you're not supposed to trespass right yeah therefore most of the people who will be like yeah fuck that i'm not still going to trespass they will trespass at night and that's like for me when i think of especially like with someone like you who's also very invested in these types of things it's yeah. like oh man that would actually be so cool can i want to go uh like investigate like an old abandoned yeah. building that actually sounds really cool but um first of all it sounds so much cooler when you just talk about it <laughs> and when you actually there you're kind of like uh, you know and um also in a group it's I would never do that without a group. Even just the yeah. two of us I wouldn't do it. I think that would have least like I would have least need like four people. And then at night. Like at night that's the insane part to me. Yeah, but I think a lot of people who have gone there don't not not this is a thing. I feel like I don't know if this is because they have they're already in it's already in their mind that it's haunted. It's not a good place to be. So you're kind of scared but the thing is like most of the people who go there they're like they feel very uneasy they don't feel good mm, i mean even even if they don't edit their pictures going in there that uneasy yeah. <laughs> actually <laughs> makes you see things sometimes you know yeah and i remember i think i heard this story where uh, there were these i have no idea why so many people but uh, i mean i do get it like i'm pretty sure if it's a haunted place um, the more the merrier but basically what happened was there was a group of 14 uh, i think it had both uh, guys and girls so they they decided to explore um, ochanki hospital and i have no idea when the story occurred or what time of the day it was or if they were on a tour i i have no idea um they were walking up to the top floor and they came across a group of four two guys and two girls who were also there to explore the area um they greeted each other and this group continued to go upstairs to the top story and after hanging out for a while suddenly they heard a girl crying never a good sign yeah and you know these people started getting concerned because they were like uh we just ran into like two guys and two girls like do you think they are doing something to them like and it, the thing is it was very weird because 
the sound it felt like it was coming like right in the room so they oh. started looking at each other because i think there were girls in uh, among those 14 uh, people so none of the girls were crying but they started looking around and they were like uh maybe it's from those four you know those two girls so yeah. i think at start they didn't give a shit but then it got really weird so they were like oh you know what if this like let's let's just leave and oh they God. went also yeah. like a decision like either it's a ghost or yeah, somebody but... might get abused so let's just yeah. leave <laughs> i know right and the thing is i think they they meant to leave to kind of see what's going on so when they went down on the second floor uh, they were there and none of them were crying and what happened is like they said that oh um oh, we just came here to say goodbye and they were like oh okay and i think they also started to follow them because i think maybe they also wanted to leave so as soon as they were leaving there was a guard in the front gate when they reached the front gate they looked back and they saw that the four people people were not there and oh but maybe they just fucked off because they saw the guard but how come these 14 people were so good enough to like go towards the guard like it's very i think i don't know when was the story and or if this story was fake because it's very weird why would you go towards the guard but anyways they went towards the guard and they just looked behind the four people were not there and suddenly they heard laughing and you know this guard was like oh don't worry uh, there's nothing to worry about because these people started getting scared the guard was like oh don't worry about it those other patients who uh, uh passed away here they they are good they are good spirits And okay then, so uh, he was just like oh my okay yeah so i i think this is like the only good story that i heard and when once they like once they were out of the gate of the hospital um they heard someone say oh goodbye nice meeting you <laughs> but yeah basically that that was like a positive story like oh it's not as haunted as people um you know say it is it's not all yeah uh, scary and all shit yeah yeah and uh so these four people they ran into were they like because i mean if it's gone what did you say it shut down in the 70s almost 80s right that's what you said in 1997 oh okay oh my god german over here like switching up numbers <laughs> um so uh you can kind of tell if somebody's from the 90s though also you know like those four people they ran into did they look like they were dressed mm. like people dressed 20 years ago i don't know maybe maybe they didn't really care and come on like now you see people going for the 80s look so how would you even know <laughs> maybe they yeah. thought that oh they're just uh, quite stylish maybe like you know but Yeah, I mean, they didn't seem out of normal. The first thing I would do is like immediately go check like is there a group of four young people who for some reason died in this hospital? Like I would research if that happened. I mean, I don't know if you can access um hospital records. I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, but, but maybe yeah. it also depends on the country. Yeah, could be. 
Yeah, that's creepy. Mental hospitals are always creepy. Yeah. And I really hope for the future that yeah. we get to explore one at some point. Yeah, I know, right? Because, yeah, there, there has to just be... A, and obviously, we're not going to do it alone. And the friends that Doe and I have, they will most likely fuck with us. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. I already for know, sure. like... But the first thought for me was also like, hey, if uh, yeah. if like a group of our friends ever says like, oh, let's go, like, let's go, explore. Uh, like, explore sorry, I didn't find the word. Explore the ho <laughs> like a, an abandoned hospital or whatever abandoned site. Like for example, Doe and I, we do not live in the same country, so yeah. obviously I would have to go visit her for that, or she visit me, whatever. And see, like, I mean, now I'm talking about it on a podcast, but. Like, what if if I came to visit and you just don't tell your friends? We just don't let the friend group know. Yeah. And then you guys go and abandon that hospital. Nobody knows I'm <laughs> part of the group. And I just sit in a room and start crying. Just make crying noises. Oh, yeah. And they would all crap themselves. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. they would all run out and we would, like, be left behind in the hospital by ourselves. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, <laughs> Great <shit>. job. <laughs> uh, I think that, that whole area apparently is haunted. So, like, there, there are... Changi itself is obviously the, there's a sad history to it because so many terrible things happen there. So probably the reason why there are so many spirits or there are so many like hauntings or paranormal activity over there. So like I know there are a lot of um, uh, what do you say chalets over there, like like bungalows over there, and apparently uh, yeah. even even they are affected. Like even there are. Uh, paranormal activities that happen around the chalets or in, in the chalets. So I know like yeah. uh, the chalets are really popular uh, on the weekends because then people just book it and then party over there because it's isolated, right? Like no one can uh, hear you. So I th and, I, and I think it is quite spread apart. I'm not sure. I've never been to that area. But it is like I have seen some of the chalets because I think I was trying to look um for some bungalows over there um to stay over with my friends and it is actually they are really beautiful and obviously yeah, they're affordable right now. yeah it it is really pretty but even in those areas it's quite like there have been cases of um people saying that they saw something so i think there was one story where uh, this one again i read it on the internet uh, so what happened is, I think a group of four guys, they booked a bungalow uh, in Changi and they were just roaming around. Like, I think after, you know, having some drinks and, you know, they were just uh, roaming around the area. And what happened is they decided, oh, you know what, let's go, let's take a cab to Changi Hospital. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, they took a cab. I dropped them off at the gate. I think one of the guy was like, he kind of backed out. He was like, "No, no, no! I don't feel, I don't feel good about this. Let's go back." Uh, As should a lot more people about abandoned hospitals. Like, don't just go <laughs> into an abandoned hospital. Yeah, exactly. So he he just didn't want to be, you know, bus kill. So what he said, like, you know what, you three go, I'll like, I'll wait here, I'll go back. And I think the other three were like, no, no, hell no, like, are you crazy? And so what they did was they decided to, again, catch a cab. What happened is, 
they got one cab and the cab driver rolled the window and he was like oh i cannot take five people and he just left and these guys were like five people we are four and anyways uh, no, they they brushed it off then the second guy came and he was like no not five people i'll i'll get into trouble no and then he, they started telling him no we are only four people and then he was like oh yeah yeah uh, oh yeah yeah your friend is going back okay three people right and then he, and then he was, they were like three people the driver was like yeah the, your friend is going back and they looked behind and that friend you know who was who was saying that i want to go back i don't feel good he was apparently walking back it seemed like he was walking back towards the hospital and it yeah. also seemed like he was holding someone's hand Oh god. So no, they just no, no, no. went they ran towards him and they tried to you know snap him out of it and as soon as he snapped back to reality he just fainted. And the and no, I think god. this is again before 97 because uh they admitted him to the same hospital and they took him there and uh the next day and obviously his parents were called and all and they were saying like oh like you guys did something to him and then he woke up the next day and he has no recollection whatsoever after they were dropped off at the gate like after he said that i don't feel good after that he doesn't remember a thing oh god like that the ghost abduction oh my only god he literally woke up and asked like why am i in the hospital Yeah but that's like see that that's the thing where I was always wondering like what type of power do ghosts yeah. have that's like because that's some like that's some magic they're like how how are they like is that a like what is that is that like a hallucination that they just like get them uh into like a dreamlike state where they just follow them around and uh like there seems to be either they're just literally not awake not yeah. aware not awake or they just simply really trust that ghost to just go with them and that's scary that is like again you can turn that so easily into another cautionary tale if you just uh really like if there's a person that seems really trusting and really wants you to come with them just like no <laughs> don't do it it's a ghost yeah, yeah. you know uh i think this is i i feel like also i also feel like certain kind of entities emit a certain kind of um i don't want to say power but that's the only word that comes to mind um so when they are near you when it's near you it really affects you like any any ghost or what, what do you mean um, so okay i have an example which happened in my family so yeah apparently okay oh my god this is th- this will have to be another episode but, but on, fine. yeah 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 so uh, the thing is like there's so much back story into this but basically there is uh, in my community we have something called as like like a, like a family god i wouldn't say god it's a demigod and my uncle he was like after a a, a long day of field work He was just sitting under a tree um getting some rest. He was talking to my aunt when suddenly his eyes started twitching and he just fainted. Like an episode or something. Yeah, but 
the thing is he says that he thought he saw something be like behind those some some of the trees and he thinks it was the demigod i don't know what exactly it was but yeah yeah we should make that in a different episode it's something like yeah. this whole area of demigods that yeah, i don't exactly. have at yeah. all <laughs> like i was never exposed to religion of any kind yeah. and i feel like this like in your religion it is much more just in in your culture anyways like somebody for example who is not religious would still know about this and still hear those legends or even believe in those legends you know without being um religious yeah whereas here it's like all we bl- like all i do is celebrate christmas but <laughs> even though i don't have a religion you know and yeah. that's like as far as religion um scrapes me yeah <laughs> no it's just that my my point being that since it's it's a it's a god or it's a demigod whatever it has so much energy right and because yeah. it's like you, you that's what you say it's a higher power so when it's near you a human cannot bear that energy it's too much mm-hmm. so you faint so now yeah. that i'm thinking maybe something similar with the ghosts i don't know mm-hmm. so this is yeah. like my theory maybe there are some ghosts who are who have a, a little bit of a higher power not maybe yeah. not as much as um or the ghost just got angry because yeah, they figured it out be. they rescued him and didn't let the ghost <laughs> take him so the the ghost got pissed and then he just released a lot of power <laughs> and that was just too much you maybe, know maybe maybe thank you for sharing the changi hospital story welcome that was really creepy as all hospital stories normally are <laughs> and before we end the episode of today i have one more little being mm. that i want to show you and basically in i believe 2017 which of course always take it with a grain of salt this might be edited it mm. might not be it's still creepy as hell <laughs> and there is no further context in portugal and like the desert land mm. somewhere in the middle of portugal there is somebody recorded from quite far away mm. a they just call it desert man Ooh. and what they said is like oh this is like the portuguese bigfoot or something but the thing is the thing it doesn't have any fur or does at least it doesn't seem like it has any fur and nothing happened they just like recorded it okay walking around that's it so i'm going to it could have been someone in a costume you never know <laughs> maybe maybe like again all of this can be fake and it's so creepy as shit like i'm going to send you a picture you can have a look if you see it oh damn yeah that is creepy but like now that i'm looking at it again maybe there is fur involved and it looks like a very stretched out and very skinny gorilla mm, or or yeah, yeah. yeah yeah very ape like yeah and over and all that um yeah but this is like it, the video was kind of like in the beginning you can already tell they the video was just running because they saw this thing beforehand and they wanted yeah. to take a video of it so it wasn't like oh i'm just randomly filming and oh look <laughs> there's a cryptid over there no they 
they like the video starts and then they zoom in on it and it's just walking around there and yeah um just type in portugal desert man okay. cryptid maybe and then you can have a look at that video for yourselves i found it very creepy but immediately like most of the comments said oh it's fake it's fake it's fake and <laughs> it might be it might that's be that's just how people say for the bigfoot also it's fake it's just some person who was going around wearing a fur coat or something some shit yeah. fur mask and all that shit so yeah but the thing is like if even like fucking i bet there is somebody who is so talented at anything that is even like even cgi or something you know yeah and like not all the super talented people work in i don't know hollywood there might be somebody just <laughs> sitting in their room being really good at this yeah so even if you have a completely realistic looking one like i would still be like uh i don't know you know so still i saw that picture and i was like that's creepy as shit and that isn't the folklore or legend that was yeah. thought like that video is from three years ago and i really wanted to show you because i thought it was creepy as hell yeah i feel like i've seen this one and i didn't realize it's from portugal i yeah, yeah portugal. that's cool I, I had seen this long time back i feel like wow. hmm. I, did i just say three years ago 2017 is like four years ago <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I did, but yeah, 2017, and yeah. that's last last little cryptid I wanted to show you for today. Oh, okay. So this is the end of our episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us again, and we would like to thank all of the listeners and also friends who have been supporting us. Big thank you, and don't forget to listen next time for more paranormal stories. And if you ever have your own story you want to submit to us and want to be credited in, you can send it to us at doeandsoulhorrorpodcast at gmail.com or submit it via the Discord server, which both, of course, will be listed down below as well. Also from me, thank you so much for listening. And Again, thank you so much for the early supporters, for the people joining the Discord server and making this all a lot more fun as a community. Okay, so goodbye. Bye.